for joining us. Every few weeks, we'll be here to answer your dental marketing questions and provide ideas on how to generate new patients and make your practice more profitable. I'm Cheryl Petterzoli, marketing expert here at ProSite, and I'm joined by Fanny Barrientos. Hi. So let's get started with our first question. So Fanny, can you talk, describe for us how does pay-per-click advertising work? Okay, so pay-per-click is uh, basically named after the model of how you are charged for advertising. So what happens is that you write an ad and it'll appear at the very top of search engine results pages. And then um, those ads will just keep appearing if they are relevant to the keyword that is being searched. And that is selected by bidding on that keyword. So it's, you know, you, you tell Google, I want to bid on, I don't know, a dentist near me as a keyword. And you write an ad for it. So then every time someone Googles that, then your ad should appear. Um, and then once it appears and somebody clicks on it, then you are charged a certain amount uh, that you bid for that keyword. Um, and that's basically it. That's how it works. And when we're talking about pay-per-click in this venue, we're really talking about um, Google AdWords mm -hmm. or Bing search ads. And that's really where people are primarily advertising in a circumstance where they would be paying for a click when somebody clicks on their search ads. Yes. Yep. Um, so why would somebody use pay-per-click advertising? Oh boy, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, okay, so there's a couple of strategies that are, I've seen that are pretty common. Um, one is if they are doing SEO, but because SEO takes time to take any effect really, they'll add pay-per-click advertising as a temporary solution to get traffic for the keywords that, that people find valuable or that dentists find valuable. Um, uh, another thing is, um, in order to promote like a special service temporarily, or if they wanted to target people outside of their geographical location, because one of the limitations to SEO is that somebody has to be relatively close to you in order for you to have a chance to show up for them. So they have to be, you know, within the city or within a few blocks if it's a big city. Um, so what pay-per-click does is it then allows you to sort of expand your geographical reach. So another strategy that actually comes from that is excluding anything that is in the general vicinity of the practice and then expanding to other locations. Um, and then finally, one other strategy is to do both, to beat out competitors and push them out of search engine results pages. Because what happens is if you're advertising on pay-per-click, you're going to appear somewhere in the first four results. And then if you've done well in SEO, chances are that you're going to appear in what's called the Google Snack Pack. So that's that map results that you see right in the middle of search engine results pages. Next time you look for pizza, look for it. And then under that, we have your organic results. And so if you are ranking in um, both the snack pack and then below that organic results and your advertising appear at the very top, you've taken up uh, real estate to push competitors out. Um, yeah, those are some of the top reasons. Do you recommend people use pay-per-click in addition to search engine optimization? Yeah, I would, um, especially if, like I said in the first example, if you're having trouble and you want to generate some more traffic quickly to your website from search engines, um, 
then I would definitely recommend it. And I think that, you know, pay-per-click when it's used uh, correctly, it's, it's a very valuable marketing tool. So even if you have other things going on, try to keep it up. Yeah, one of the things I love about using pay-per-click is it's very trackable too. Yeah. You set that budget, you decide how much you're willing to spend, you know exactly how many clicks you get, how many people visit your website, and then depending on how you have things set up on your website, you can also track if those people become patients. If they actually, you know, fill out a patient request form, then you'll be able to track that information through. So I love the fact that it is so trackable. It's easy to turn on and off. If you find that your schedule is a little bit empty one week and you need to really try to get some people in, pop back up your pay-per-click, move your budget up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Next couple weeks when things are good, you can drop it down a little bit, not spend as much those weeks. So I love, I love the flexibility of it. I also love the fact that it is measurable because that's, that's key in order to know if your marketing is actually working or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've heard lots of horror stories about people who spend a lot of money and just don't get any results. What kinds of things should be looking for or be watching for to make sure you don't get stuck doing that? Yeah, so this is really when it gets into like the nitty gritty of like of pay-per-click because pay-per-click is amazing because you, can, you have so many different targeting options. Um, but at the same time, it's um, one of those things that you, because there are so many targeting options, you can target by demographic, by keyword, by keyword type, match type. Um, it's, it's a lot to keep track of. And if you're not paying attention to those, all those different targeting options, you can easily be wasting money. And so the thing about pay-per-click is that it requires a lot of maintenance um, and a lot of uh, watching where your budget is being spent. But if you uh, keep track of that, then it's actually a very cost-effective tool. And the one thing that pay-per-click provides that you know no other type of advertising will provide is you can actually select which keywords you don't want to show up for. So anybody that's looking for free services is a common one. Um, you know, anything that's a little bit more geared toward, I don't know, if you prefer to do work on older patients, then you're not going to want to target like kids dentist, you know, so that type of thing. And what that means is that if you are layering in with those types of keywords, which are called negative keywords, it means you're telling Google, don't show me for this. And then you're not going to spend money on that because people aren't likely to click on it. Right. So. It requires a lot of optimization, basically. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the other place where I've seen um, things go wrong is the, the copy itself. So yeah. when you're doing an ad, you actually have to write what you want to appear. And I've seen grammar issues. I've seen cases where... Uh, the person who's writing might use language that doesn't appeal to a patient. It might mm -hmm. just be kind of uh, more industry jargon than what a patient's going to be searching for. Um, so it's important not only what's the ad that you put there that somebody could click on, but then where do you take them once they click on it? So if you advertise, we do teeth whitening, and that's part of your ad, but you click and bring them over to a homepage that doesn't talk anything about teeth whitening, you lose their focus. You, you probably just wasted it because they get there and they say, oh, this person doesn't do what I thought they were going to do. So you just wasted a click, wasted a little bit of money. So, so those are the other places where I see errors sometimes is, is in developing copy or where they bring people after that, click that ad. Yeah, and so I think that's why, just to build off of what you said, um, it's important to create a specific, what we call a landing page, um, for that advertisement. 
because then you are you know basically creating a user experience where you are connecting the dots for the person the person doesn't have to think too hard right because um, I have seen where some dentists will if they're talking about yeah cleanings or something they'll direct it to, to the cleanings page on their website but that may not necessarily be what that person was looking for so you know close but no cigar you have to create content specifically for advertising Another thing I've seen too is um, some people uh, neglect to implement some of the more technical uh, aspects of pay-per-click, which is to include tracking pixels onto their website. Um, hopefully it hasn't happened, but I think tracking pixels are, it's one of the most important things that you could do to really understand how your pay-per-click is performing because it's going to tell you whether or not that person converted, in other words, requested an appointment for it from you. And um, in order to use a tool that is as trackable as it is, that's a very compo important component to tracking that. Um, so, I, you know, just making sure that you don't neglect the technical components is important. Yep. Yeah, the, the other thing I would add too is make sure that you try different things. Don't assume that you put up one ad, one landing page, and it doesn't work, that that means it's going to be a failure for you it's really hard to even nail down what the right set of words are trying to make sure the ad itself is going to be the most effective. So sometimes you really need to try, you know, five different ways, 10 different ways of doing it before you say this is or isn't going to work for me. So don't, don't give up too early in the process because yeah. it's, it's a very powerful tool for a lot of dentists. It's part of that mix that they're never going to give up. So we want to make sure that you don't try it say oh this is a failure and then just give up without really giving it a good chance okay well i think that's what we had for questions today if you do have any other questions you can submit them to us on our website every one of these episodes we're going to go through those um, don't forget to like subscribe and share our podcast and we will see you next time bye